When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is 17 minutes away from 10 o'clock. You're listening to SENZ. Well, New Zealand's rich legacy in the sport of rowing continues with more recognition for New Zealand sculling legend Mahe Drysdale. Now, New Zealand's double Olympic champion and five-time at single sculls world champion won rowing's most prestigious award, the Thomas Keller Medal. Now, to try and put this into some context for people out there, decided to head across to the UK and catch up with the voice of international rowing, Martin Cross. Martin himself, an Olympic Games gold medalist from 1984, a bronze medalist in 1980. He joins us, Martin. Good evening. Good morning. Welcome. How are you? I'm great, Mark. It's lovely to talk with you. Yeah, firstly, um, uh, who was Thomas Keller? Who was Thomas Keller? So, um, Tommy Keller was a, a long-term president of World Rowing, and uh, he was very influential in the sport, very influential in Olympic sport, and he was inspirational, I think, to all the athletes. So, the Keller family, um, based in Switzerland, decided to endow in his memory uh, a solid gold medal to um, each year to the athlete, that's the school bell that you can hear in the background, by the way. That's all right. To the to the athlete, to the athlete um, who is had an exceptional career and who has made a real impact on the sport uh, in terms of getting on with their uh, competitors, in terms of being interested in um, making the sport, allowing the sport to move on. So that's endowed each year. And actually, I sit on the committee that awards it as well. So, um, it, And that's been a real honour for me. So it, it is uh, a very special award. It started back in 1990. The first award was uh, the little Norwegian, Alf Hansen, who Tommy Keller admired. And it's been going ever since. So when did Mahe Drysdale's name sort of come into the discussion? Um, and was it an easy decision? Um, no, it wasn't an easy decision. Um, th- there are some exceptional uh, rowers out there. Um, so Mahe's name was in the frame along with Richard Schmidt, who is the great German oarsman, um, Olympic champion in the men's eights. Elle Logan from the USA. Uh, she's got three Olympic gold medals in the women's eight and uh, in the American women's eight. And that's, you know sensational um another kiwi grace prendergast of course um in terms of her pedigree we all know about that and then um heather standing from great britain double olympic champion so um that the field was really really competitive i think for that uh, medal this year and so why mahe drysdale why did he end up getting the nod well um, I think Mahe has got all the qualities that it takes to, to be a Thomas Keller medal winner. I think you mentioned his uh, 
Palmares, the uh, five world titles and uh, the two Olympic golds, one Olympic bronze. So that puts him in there. The longevity of his career, um, you know, Mahé started to compete back in 2004 at the Athens Olympics. That's another criteria. Um, I think the relationship with his competitors, one of the things about Mahé uh, is that he's, you know, tough racing on the water, but so much friendly off it with his, you know, immediate competitors, people like Olaf Tufta, his top shop, uh, Andre Sinek, Alan Campbell, uh, all of Damian Martin, um, who so narrowly um, got that silver medal in Rio. So he's a great friend and competitor. And that really is something that the sport of rowing loves to see, that those relationships, the camaraderie off it. He's been involved in rowing and sculling. He was in the Kiwi 8. He was rowing in the 2004 Olympics. So he's adept with one blade as, as well as two blades. Mm. And then he's, he's a spokesperson for um, causes within rowing. Uh, he, he will always come and talk very respectfully to the people at World Rowing about issues that he thinks need attention. So he's really across everything, and those are the criteria of the Thomas Keller Medal. And and it's rare to find somebody like Mahe that that does stuff like that. Mm. Fifth New Zealander to win it because in 2016 Caroline Everswindell, Georgina Everswindell, and then in 2018 Eric Bar- Eric Murray and Hamish Bond. So um, yeah, it, 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 it's it's a wonderful reflection on New Zealand and New Zealanders as a whole. Yeah, it really is, and I think you know. Uh, those Kiwis have been iconic, not just in terms of New Zealand. You mentioned the Everswind Dells, but, you know, in terms of being inspirational to uh, people in sport in general, and particularly women in sport, I think, um, with the Everswind Dells, uh, it, it's been uh, a real inspiration. Uh, and, and Murray and Bond, they got the double award together. Um, they're obviously an iconic duo. But it is... It, <laughs> I think if you add, added up the nationalities that have won the Thomas Keller Medal Award, I think you'd see Kiwis right at the top of the pole. Mm, absolutely. So those that uh, missed out narrowly lost to Mahe this year, do they go back into the discussion next year because they still have been retired for less than five years? Yeah, it's a good shout. Um, we're we're going to take a look at all of those uh, four that uh, missed out uh, to Mahe. Um, I think it would be nice to see the U.S. Women's Aid get some recognition, and that's why El Logan is in there, the three-time Olympic champion. It would be nice to see the German Men's Aid, that's been such an iconic mm. part of our sport, get some recognition at all. So that, that's why Richard Schmidt um, is in there. So they go forward for next year's uh, consideration, along with any others, um, so it, it's unusual that people will retire from the sport. That's another criteria for the Thomas Keller medal, that you've actually retired from the sport. Um, and, and it's unusual that people will retire the year before the Olympics. So probably uh, it will be a similar field next year for the medal. Mm. OK, now, now that Mahi is out of the game and didn't get selected for the last Olympics, where is single sculling at the moment? Who's the next generation coming through? Who's the next big thing? Oh, that's a great shout, uh, Mark. Well, the next big thing is this enormous German. He, he kind of looks a bit like a Bond villain. Um, he is about six foot eight. He's got blonde hair. 
Um, he is Ollie Zeidler. He's come into rowing quite recently for the world of swimming. Uh, he was a, a good sort of 200-meter freestyler. And um, his grandfather won an Olympic gold medal in the Munich Olympics. So he's got a rowing heritage. But he sensationally won the 2019 World Rowing Championships in one of the best races that I've ever seen. And then this year in the World Championships in Rochice, the Czech Republic, he also won the world title um, by a margin, actually. And he's an interesting guy, not least because when he was in Tokyo, he blew out and uh, didn't make the A final. And everyone expected he'd be favourite for gold. So there's, there's him, there's uh, the great Norwegian sculler, um, Chetel Borsch. So a uh, new Dutchman on the scene, Melvin Tweller, who beat Oli Seidler on his home course in Munich in the Europeans, but couldn't manage to do the same in the World Championships. So, you know, there's a great uh, field in, in single scholars. And Mahe Drysdale, he was out of the World Championships in the Czech Republic um, for the what I call the Legends race with his great buddy, Andre Sinek, the Czech scholar. And they were watching all these new scholars and uh, they were really impressed with the quality and uh, the speed with which they're moving. Are they going faster than Mahe? I mean, you don't officially have world records because of the ever-changing conditions of courses and some of the geographical stuff, but you do have the world's fastest times. I mean, is Drysdale's time still stack up? Well, yeah, it's interesting, actually. The world's best mark is, is another Kiwi scholar, Robbie Manson, who I guess he retired prematurely. Yeah. But um, these guys are right on that pace, and if they had a decent following wins uh, which you need to, to break the world's best time then uh, they would definitely be right on that mark and I think you know the sport of rowing does move on year by year and you know as fast as Mahe was these new guys are, are really pushing the envelope on, on that uh, on that mark so I think you know given a good following win they'd probably break the world's best time and just quickly on the women's side, Caroline Florin, uh, the Dutch um, single sculler, and we didn't necessarily see the best of Emma, Emma Twig this year, but is she now the athlete to beat heading towards Paris? Oh, she's had an amazing season, Caroline Florin. She's definitely the athlete to beat. Un- unbeaten in the season, you know, she's she's come up against anyone. Uh, and, you know, you saw a race, Emma Twig, Kiwi, who, as you say, I think, you know, post-Olympics, uh, she hadn't had the best of seasons. She couldn't race at Henley and Lucerne because of COVID. So um, Caroline got Emma at a good time. But I think the rivalry between those two going forward to Paris is going to be sensational. And it's going to be either one or the other for the gold medal in Paris, I'm sure. Martin Cross, as always, lovely to have you on the programme. I'll let you back to your teaching duties. I've heard the second bell go. I don't want you getting the detention, my good man. Cheers, Mark. I'm going to get right back there now. Fantastic. Martin Cross there, Olympic Games gold medalist, um, part of the selection panel for this wonderful achievement for Mahe Drysdale. Mahe Drysdale picking up the Thomas Keller medal, going right back to 1990 when Alf Hansen first won it. You run through some of the names. Uh, You've got Steve Redgrave, the great Steve Redgrave uh, out of Great Britain. Redgrave won it in 2001. Matthew Pinsent won it in 2005. I'm just trying to read out some of the names that New Zealanders might be familiar with. You had the great Canadian Silken Lauman, Kathleen Heddle of Canada, along with Lauman in 1999. Just seen who's won it in more recent times. Yeah, Eric Murray, Hamish Bond, wasn't awarded in 2020. So just another 
another um, gong for the great Mahe Drysdale. Let's just hope that we can continue. You mentioned Robbie Manson there. Manson, world's fastest time. Just never could quite get it right, could he, in the big finals. I think fifth at world champs. And, um, yeah, and then uh, I guess you go back to Rob Waddell back in 2004, winning the single skulls. Uh, Eric Verdonk, I think, won a bronze, didn't he, in 1988. So got such a rich history in single skulls. I think that individual rowers should always get it over team rowers. I think team, you can lean on other people. Individual, it's lonely. It's only you. It's you versus you. I think when you've got other people in the boat, there's that incentive to never give up. I think it's when yourself, you can probably be a little bit soft at times because you're only leading yourself down. And therefore, I think it makes it a lot harder. Five minutes away from 10. Coming up after 10 o'clock, we're going to replay an interview that we did after 7. That's with Garth Galloway, looking at that wonderful performance of England beating Pakistan. Have England changed test cricket forever? That is very much the word coming out of the UK. 